Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. Moss sweep, left side, Zach Moss looking for blocks, gets one, gets two, gets inside the five, spins around and heads into the end zone, touchdown Buffalo. He's got Gia Vey as a fullback, play action fake, pass to the end zone, uh, catch, diving catch, touchdown, Tampa Bay, Tommy Tagrocki again, that's two today. High snap, put down, Joseph, come on, it is good! No, he's no it. good. Are you kidding me, he missed it right. He missed it right. Oh Are my heavens. He missed it right. I wish this was the first time that we saw this happen. Oh, my heavens. The Arizona Cardinals flooding the field after beating the Minnesota Vikings 34-33. Jackson sets in the shotgun, takes the snap, runs to the left. He's got a cap. He's got a first down. And we'll That's how you win a football game. The Hayes in the barn That's for the how you first win a time game. in 2021. Tell the analyst to shut up on the radio broadcast. He's wrecking everything. Nah, the fans are listening to it. They're fans of that team, right? So he wants somebody to cheerlead. Who surprised you here, PK? Who stunned you? Was it the Ravens taking down the Chiefs when they were down two scores in the fourth quarter? Mm, to an extent, sure. That was the a Ravens good comeback. Home. They needed to win that thing to avoid going 0-2. Uh, it's still early. You know, the Raiders going on the road and beating Pittsburgh. Uh, not sure. Maybe Steelers are in a complete rebuild mode yet, but don't know it. Uh, so that was very impressive. Uh, Zach Wilson sucked. Somewhat surprising. Get it out of the way now. Uh, Patriots, I didn't know that they would win that easily, but yet they did. Titans beating the Seahawks in OT. That's nice. That was a big comeback, and uh, the NFL's best running back had another highlight run to help bring them back. That was phenomenal. He's awesome. Yeah, they look like crap against the Cardinals in the first week. Seattle, the only team with a loss in the NFC West. Niners, Rams, Cardinals, all off to 2-0 starts. The Niner thing, that was a defensive struggle. 17-11, they win in Philly. The Broncos are 2-0. Beat Urban. Urban got the question about getting out coached after the game. Broncos are 2-0 and and get the Jets this week, so they ought to be 3-0. and Good for them. Beating bad teams right out of the gate. They are our Broncos. Our Broncos, our Raiders. we got a lot of teams. I saw you on Twitter again justifying them being on television. Every week, the Bronco <laughs> Raider fan base will be mad. Why do you answer these people? For fun. They're not going to be satisfied. <laughs> they are not going to be satisfied. We're going to get we're going to get 18 straight weeks. We used to get 17. Now we're going to get 18 straight weeks of uh, emails from the team who isn't on. You're the only one? There's the Vichter or Vichter? Oh, man? they go to the sports account. They go to everybody. I know, but I understand that. But that wasn't the question. Oh, dwell on Twitter. Who's the on one Twitter who responds? Go. Do the other guys respond? Uh, Fox and I usually respond. We're the ones. Sometimes we respond to each other if somebody has something particularly clever or bizarre to say in their email. What do you care? You're under contract. Yeah.
course, I guess they could still fire you if you're under contract. They can. I hope they don't. Me too. Lions and Packers. It's awful to be fired by Channel 2, let me tell you. <laughs> Lions and Packers. Monday Night Football tonight. Jamal Williams against his old team. See that See that bite about him yeah. comparing it to the girlfriend? Yeah, he's, he's entertaining. He he's is entertaining. <laughs> he is. He's always had a way. One man's trash is another man's yeah. treasure. And the way he says it, too. Oh, yeah, he knew. All the writers had to know I'm playing right now. Yeah, he did that at BYU. He was so fun to talk to, and he's doing it here. Good for him, man. He's carved out a nice thing. He'll never be a star, but so what? He's carved out a career, which is like his fourth, fifth year now. So he's already beating the odds. Especially for running backs. They're yeah. famous for being in and out. Like three years, right? Yeah. yeah. So he caught on with another team. Both those teams own one tonight. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. The Utes beaten by San Diego State in triple overtime. As Kyle Whittingham said in the Ute update earlier this morning, a lot of the same issues, offensive line, special teams, the defense, I thought that would, I guess that'd be the silver lining right there, 24 points, but seven of them on a kick return and an interception set them up with a first and goal for another touchdown, so the defense, 10, maybe 13 points, mm. Yeah, you got to get the offense going, yeah. man. Yes. And I'm not here to crack on Brewer exclusively. You got to start with the O-line. You got to start everything. The running game isn't happening. Nothing happens without an O-line, as we're often told and as we are seeing firsthand now. Yeah, because if you give that kid time, he can win you ball games. And I would assume Rising will start. You I, would think so. I would start him. Yes. You got your best play out of him. I'd be a little worried about him surviving all this. I mean, he he played less than half the game, and he took how many big hits? Do you think he took four, maybe five? I don't see them all. Watching on TV. That's part of the game. Yeah, but that's too much a part of the game. He got hit twice as he was thrown under the rib cage yeah, with the arm I, here. I, I don't know. It's a, a, a an accumulation that would get you injured. You can get no, it injured, could just injured be one. one hit. Yeah, he got. That's what happened to him last year. One hit knocked him out. So he's a one hit wonder. Not exactly the perfect <laughs> analogy, but I get where you're wondering going. why I'm done. I'm wondering why I'm done. <laughs> I worked so hard. Why did this happen? So, but he was scrambling around, making stuff happen. Yeah, he was, and uh, and he's got to. He's just not. You're just not going to have the perfect pocket right now. The way things are going for the O line, it was fun to watch. And again, it ends with a catchable ball. And it looked like they were headed to another overtime, and it's not caught, and they're beaten. This crazy two-point deal after three. Yes. After two. Why? Minimize the number of plays, the hits, and the wear and tear on the athletes would be the logic. And and Utah, in its first overtime, had one play. Yes. I don't think they were gassed after one play. (laughs) I guess they're trying to avoid those uh, five and six uh, overtime monstrosities. But you're right. The Utes did just drop back and throw it to the end zone and when will he it? take the top off the was defense? It, Dixon? it Dixon, was Dixon. Dixon take the top off in the first overtime. That's when he'll do it. We've been wondering what the answer to that question was. Yeah. All right, Utah gets Washington State this week. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah State. 
See if Beasley has some more mag magic here on third down. Rolls out to the outside. Needs to throw the middle of the field. It's wide open. Caught at the 10 to the 5 into the end zone. Brandon Bowling. That is a Utah State touchdown as Andrew Peasley has orchestrated back-to-back -back touchdown drives. And don't look now, folks. The Aggies have taken the lead back. Handoff to Tyler. Tries to bounce to the outside. To the 50. To the 45-40. Here we go. 30, 10, 5. Touchdown, Utah State. And the Aggies have taken the lead over the Air Force Falcons. Utah State down 10 points or more three different times. Bonner gets hurt. He gets knocked out. Peasley comes in. Bonner did come back for a series and then left again for the rest of the game. They were both really good. 49-45 the final. Beasley, three touchdowns off the bench. And that one you heard Scotty on the highlight there. Getting blitzed off his back foot, throwing it downfield. His athleticism was on full display oh, in that one. incredible, man. Yeah, big yeah. time. The two-point conversion run he had, yeah. zigging and zagging, stepped out of one tackle, and then made two unblocked guys miss. He's a big-time athlete, yeah. Yeah. We've seen big it. Time. Absolutely, man. I, I mean, we talked to Blake Anderson last week against North Dakota. It was in garbage time, man. But when he just got there and boom, he was gone. It was like no one was going to catch him. So, yeah, sure, he's got some talent there. You kind of see what he was talking about when uh, when he said, I, I know I want to start Bonner, but I can't tell Peasley why he's not starting. That was all on display in that Air Force game. They both made a bunch of plays in that game. Air Force's passing attack was a little better than I expected. They hurt Utah State with some big passes. I was disappointed in that from the Aggie perspective, and we'll have Blake Anderson on here in about an hour and 15 minutes to ask him. Uh, yeah, they got, got, they're setting personal records in the first half. Too many big plays there. But 49-45, Utah State, the comeback kids, three games in a row, three times in that game. Double-digit deficits mean nothing to them. They got Boise State coming in. We'll talk with Blake at 9.30. DJ and PK. Hashtag BYU. So on first down, now another play fake. And again, trying to get away. Stays alive and throws a pick. Threw it right to the defender. Down the sideline, Merlin Robertson is going to be tracked down from behind. And the ball comes out. I don't believe it. Algier. Tyler Algier chased him down. Stripped it, and then it was the quarterback, Jaron Hall, who followed the play and hustled down and fell on the football. Romney tripped. He is going to throw. Heaves it to the end zone, and it's caught. Touchdown. Amazing. Highlights is BYU beats Arizona State 27-17. The Cougars are 3-0. Hall gets hurt running the ball late in the game. He said after the game he just had the wind knocked out of him. He said he's fine. But Romney had to come in and avoiding the pass rush and lofting one to Rex in the back of the end zone to seal the deal. No, he heaved it. He didn't loft it. He heaved it. Okay. He heaved it high in the air. I don't think he heaved it. And he heaved dropped it. Makes it. it sound like it's a big, long pass. Well, it's not so much that he threw it 50 yards. It's more that he threw it off his back foot, fading away with the pass rush. But it was on target. It's a touchdown. It sealed the deal. They win by 10. And they've now played three games. Very similar script. Very similar final score. And they're 3-0. Yeah, on top of the world, man. They are rolling big time. Went through that gauntlet. Pac-12 South teams. Get out of my face. Two of them were at home. Win by eight, win by nine, win by ten. They're getting better every week.
one point better. And now here comes South Florida, and they're overwhelming favorites in that. 23 and a half points on the spread right out of the gate. 4-0. Up next, another late-night game for the Cougars. You'd the, think, yeah. The Peely injury would be the big, That's a the big, big downer. A big downer in that game. He's been good for him. Oh, for sure, yeah. Their yeah. leading tackler. I mean, on he's season. a really good player. You know, I would argue that he's their best linebacker. I could argue he's the best defensive player. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Cone from under center, hands off to Williams, right up the middle, covers up the ball, keeps his feet, still going, across the 35-30, running out middle of the field, 10, 5, touchdown, Kyron Williams! Incredible run, 51-yard touchdown! Two-point conversion try, the running back, and he'll get to the one, and he is stopped, he is stopped, Alabama holds on the two-point conversion at the two-yard line. Shotgun snap, blitz coming. Hayner for the corner. Caught, proper touchdown, Fresno State. And with 14 seconds left in the Rose Bowl, <laughs> the Bulldogs Woo! once again have recaptured the lead. Woo! That's the end of the Fresno State UCLA game with three lead changes in the last three or four minutes. Those teams going up and down the field. Jake Hayner throws for 455 yards and he got smashed on the next to last drive. One two oh, combo. Man. Yeah. His hip was bugging him. He was limping around. Mm, take that, Robbie Bosco. <laughs> <laughs> Fresno State now has a four game win streak against UCLA, and they are loving that. Uh, also, in there, you heard the two point conversion fail for the Gators. Florida was down to Alabama at home 21 3 after one quarter. Fought back and ended up losing 31-29. Just the quarterback, I'm going to give it to you. No, I'm not. And then we're just going to dance with each other. I thought they were dosy doing. Either there. hand it off <laughs> or pull it and try to get around Make the edge. A decision. Make a decision. Make up your play mind. with your game on the line, basically. That's pathetic. It's just a basic zone read. I thought it was more execution of the play call. He, did, 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 did the lineman crash? Did he crash? Because you got to say he crashed. <laughs> you got to crash down. But he's in the backfield and wrecked the angle. Crash. What a dumb know. phrase. <laughs> crash down. You love football lingo. You were watching football morning, noon, and night early on. It looked like Oklahoma had Nebraska, and Nebraska got a score and got back in that game. And then Oklahoma with a tremendous interception to preserve the victory. So Nebraska was driving for the tying score. Thank goodness for Oklahoma. Dropped a spot behind Oklahoma in the, or behind Oregon in the polls now. If not for Oklahoma, we ain't in the Big 12. <laughs> not for Oklahoma, we ain't we in the Pac-12. <laughs> Listen, Oklahoma and Texas will decide what they want to do, and then everybody else will react, including Utah and BYU. We owe them a big thank you. <laughs> Thanks for going to the SEC, guys. And not going to the Pac-12. Hey, you were talking about... Uh, Teams that lack offense, Colorado, after the 10-7 loss to AM gets blanked by Minnesota, 30 to nothing. But uh, Clemson, Georgia Tech, Clemson, 14 to 8. They played a couple of super low-scoring games, 10 to 3 with Georgia, now 14 to 8 with Georgia Tech. That's weird because that Yui Ungulele, when he came in last year against Notre Dame, looked great. And now they don't have any offense. 
Eighth-ranked Cincinnati was in trouble early against Indiana, down 14-0. They rallied to win 38-24. I was watching a lot of the a games. A future Big 12 team. That was a good yeah. comeback for them. Yeah, it was. It was a fun game. Ohio State scored late to uh, pull away from Tulsa. That was a little surprising there. Ohio State with the lost Oregon and now a relatively close game with Tulsa. They ended up winning by 21 points, but... Tulsa, future member of the uh, Mountain West, when the Mountain uh, when the AAC poaches a couple of teams, CSU and Air Force. That's what San Diego Union Tribune is reporting. San Diego State and uh, Boise think they're too good for that. They're waiting for the Big Twelve invite. Hang out, hope it comes. And Auburn, once every ninety years, you go to Big Ten country and lose and. Then you go back and wait another 90 years and tell everybody how good the SEC is. Penn State gets the win at home. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Here is Seeger, who singled a right in his first at-bat. On the first pitch he sees, he drills one to right center field, and it is out of here, a home run. Why in the world do they ever throw a first pitch strike to Corey Seeger? Little looper, he's got it! Rosario has hit for the cycle! And he wants that baseball, you bet! Double, triple, homer, single. Eddie Rosario hits for the cycle. Braves beat the Giants. Three to nothing, salvage the final game. Giants take two of three from the Braves. Earlier in there, your Charlie Steiner on the Dodger call. They won two of three over the Reds. Clayton Kershaw's back. The Dodgers need more pitching. He makes his second start, gets his first win after taking a couple months off there. The race continues. Nothing changed since Friday morning as they both win two out of three in the National League West. Yeah, it's going to be an epic wild card. Got to get them out so they can uh, go play each other. However it works out right now, the Dodgers in the wild card spot. To have a team with a great, great record in a one-game deal. Wow, that's dangerous. The Cardinals have taken over the other uh, wild card spot in front of the Reds and the Padres. They swept the Padres. Cardinals have won eight in a row. They won 8-7. Padres are yelling at each other in the dugout this weekend, so that was good. Manny Machado screaming at Fernando Tatis, it's not about you. Sure it is. <laughs> I disagree. That might be why the yelling started. That if might I be watch that team, he's the number one guy I want to see, right? They are 10-24 and 24 in their last 34 games, so that's why they're getting all cranky in the dugout. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. RSL beats the Sounders, the guy with the most assists on the team. John Stockton. Aaron Herrera. Finds the guy with the most goals on the team. Call Malone. Pinpoint. <laughs> yeah, right. Pinpoint in between two defenders for the header. The game's only goal. They get the win. They beat the Sounders, who, as good as they are, never seem to win here. Now they get ready to go to Portland. One point behind Portland in the standings, two points behind the Galaxy, and they've got the Galaxy at home after Portland. So, chance to move up in the playoff stands. They haven't won three in a row all year. Back-to-back wins again. See what they do next Saturday against the Timbers. But good good game defensively for a team to get a shutout after they've given up 14 goals in five games. That was different than the free-flowing, high-scoring stuff they'd been doing in the two previous games. They tightened up the act and back. Fine. Take it any way you can there. Absolutely. 
All right, DJ and PK, that is what is going on. There you go. You are caught up to date. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. When we come back, Nick Ford, Utah Center. We'll have to talk offensive line problems with him, and we will do that next. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. We knew that this was coming when the Big 12 did what they did and took three AAC teams and put them into the Big 12. Those three have all accepted that invite. They're leaving. Now Commissioner Mike Oresco and Conference are headhunting the Mountain West Conference. There have been four teams announced as most interest. Air Force, Boise State, Colorado State, and San Diego State. The Mountain West is without a doubt a better conference than the AAC. But AAC Commissioner Mike Oresco is extremely aggressive. He's not going down without a fight. And if you're Craig Thompson and you're not being aggressive and you're not trying to find a way to put away the AAC, they're going to do the same to you. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach, is coming up in one hour. Talk about a wild come-from-behind victory at Air Force in the conference opener. His Aggies are off to a perfect 3-0 start with Boise State coming to town for a huge game. Breakfast with the Aggies, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. It's on CBS. Great. KUTV will have it at 10 a.m. I'm jacked for that game. Huge, huge game. I love the fact that it's 10 a.m. Really? Yeah. Remind everyone of back in the day, getting up to maybe in the fourth grade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Great. I I love it. It's something different. Logan should be electric. All you folks up there, you better get your butts to the stadium. Because the Bronco fans are going to be there. And I hate them. <laughs> hate them with a passion. Never since you were born. I hate them, man. It's, it's, one thing, nuts. it's one thing everybody in this state agrees to. Years of getting beat by those guys. Now, BYU's gotten them a couple times. I respect the heck out of their program. How good are they right now? Question marks. Could be pretty good, despite the record. No, they're okay. I mean, they're yeah. getting blown haven't won, out. Haven't won a couple of close games. They're 0-0 zero zero in the league, right? <laughs> they are. The, <laughs> to borrow from Kyle Whittingham and every other coach has had a couple of disappointing non-con losses. I don't think there's any shame in losing to Oklahoma State by a point. 21-20 at home yeah. in the weirdest of games. Uh-huh. High-scoring first half, not a single point scored after halftime. It was 21-20 at the break. It finished 21-20. The unpredictable nature is, is why we're sucked in. At least yes, that is are. what it is. Yeah. Unscripted drama. You don't know where this is going. I mean, I rarely care who wins a football game, uh, but the drama of it and the fun of it, absolutely. I'm, I'm all all fired up for it. But but the Utes, man, they got to get going. I'm, I'm, st- I'm not ready to close the books on their season and just say this isn't a good football team. Not ready yet. I'm not even close to that, actually. You're the one. Yeah. If I'm the one, so be it. I don't have any problem saying it. 
Come on, you haven't talked to Ute fans over the last couple sure, of days. That's why I say that. Right. That's why I have this conviction. Absolutely, I have. Don't you think you're the only one? Or did you talk to other Ute fans? All the Ute fans oh, I've I talked to. Plenty. Yeah. Way down. I got it. But when the crowd zigs, you zag, baby. <laughs> and I'm not ready to, to call this thing. Because I believe they're going to have a new quarterback. I don't know that, but I believe they're going to have that. Why wouldn't if you watch the game? I, obviously. The O-line is struggling to block. As a quarterback, you're going to have to create something out of nothing, and Rising is clearly better at that. It's freaking Johnny Manziel. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bridge too far. You, oh, no, come on, man. When he scores, he's going to take the thumb and the middle finger and the index finger, and he's going to start rubbing them? I wasn't, I wasn't even talking about all that stuff. But, but, Johnny, you couldn't take your eyes off him in college, running around creating stuff. Well, you want to give me? It was Manziel light. Yes, if you want to give me, he's a poor man's Johnny Manziel. I'll buy off of that. But he's he, going to grow into it. He really did, and and he took some big hits. And honestly, that makes me nervous. But he took some big hits and got through it. And for a quarter and a half or whatever it was, he did. Kyle's right. He provided a spark. Now, ultimately, they need a pocket, and they need guys who can catch the ball. They still had issues with drops in that game overshadowed by some of the other issues they had. And like you said, it's not just pass protection they're struggling with. The running game, there were multiple times. Shotgun snap, handoff, bam, dropped. No time to do anything else but hold on to the ball and not turn that That's thing That's shocking. That really, seriously shocked me. That's guys in game three still not knowing what they're supposed well, to do. Simon's. I think, right, I, that's what I thought watching it. Now, we'll uh, ask uh, Nick, he's supposed to join us here in this segment. Yeah, I've been texting with Hans Olsen this morning. He's an offensive line guru. He does those uh, breakdowns that are available. You can check them out. He's sending them to me, and I'm looking at them uh, as we're going through because uh, he certainly knows a lot about offensive line, especially compared to me. But, you know, he's talking about breakdowns and and that type of thing and the quickness of the defensive line with San Diego State and and what, uh, what the Utes need to do. As far as getting it going, you know, I, I believe that I believe that they can do it. I believe they'll get better. I, I, I think I have to believe it. What am I going to do? Close the books on the season after three games? I just well, there's two I different things. That. You're not going to close the books. There's no chance we're closing the books. We've talked about ten games into a season when there's only two left. If you win them both or if you lose them both, you're seven and three. Let's say you have a chance to be nine and three, which is great. Seven and five, which is mediocre. You can't close the books on a season with two games to go. You certainly can't do it with nine to go. Plus, I look at their competition. But, Who's jumping at you? And I was about to say, two things, two things. Go ahead. Number one, this league isn't very good. There are a lot of bad results for this league. So there are a lot of winnable games out there. you got problems, but Arizona's got problems. Washington State's got problems. Colorado has problems. And there's doesn't? problems all over the place. Oregon doesn't appear to have problems. USC is down to their backup quarterback, although that didn't appear to be a problem. But was that? Yeah, but they beat Washington State. That was I mean, so Washington was about State to has say. problems. I mean, come right, on. exactly. And the Devils are nothing. The Bruins are. But for a Utah fan who much. wants to win the Pac-12, because that's the mountain that hasn't been climbed, and that's the next goal. That's the next thing they haven't achieved. Fine, that, that doesn't seem possible. But, but, but so win the South in a down year ain't bad. I agree. And they got a lot of young dudes. Uh, get, I would I would go with Rising. 
I mean, I think the kid's got moxie. He's got, he's there's something about him. Even when I talked to him a couple years back <clears throat> when he got into town, it just, it, he's got like a Hollywood flair in a way that I find myself believing in him. And then I heard about last year and everything was closed last year in the training camp that they had. But I got reports that he's just lighting it up. His completion level, uh, was just, uh, percentage was great. His accuracy and all that stuff. And, you know, if he doesn't have time and it doesn't really matter, you can have Tom Brady back there. But uh, if he's proverbially running for his life, as they say, what difference does it make? So they've got a lot of stuff that they need to get done. They've got to find a way to win. They it, We're coming in here next week and they're 0-1. All right. I'm in panic mode. At that point, but I don't think they will be. I think, and, and yeah, but if they're one to know, you're not going to feel like everything's fixed. No, but if but that's all you can do. Being is win zero the, and one is a thousand times worse than being one and zero. That's for a true. Story. Many reasons. That's a true story. You got a crappy team coming into your place. Afternoon, you finally got an afternoon game. Uh, the place uh, maybe won't be anticipatory with excitement, but they still has a solid base of fans who show up every game and fire them up, man. In fact, you've been hearing about oh, BYU's fans. They're, they're causing everybody to jump off sides in the crowd and this and that. Well, what the crap? Let's get it going at Rice Eccles. You don't want to let those big 12 bleepity bleepers get a uh, leg up on you. You're always competing. You're never not. You're always building towards something in really everything. doesn't really matter what it is. But, you know, even if you went 7-5 and five this year, well, you're always building because you're returning so many guys for next year. Everything matters. It matters now, and it matters for the term, right? It's all true. Yeah. So both of those things count. Even if the season doesn't matter, if it doesn't turn out, it's not like, well, that's just it, and you're going to be that whatever for the rest of the time. No. So you're building toward it. They have got to find a way to be cleaner and more consistent and execute better and do what they're supposed to do, what they're capable of doing. Maybe, they weren't, maybe they're not as capable of doing it to the highest level that we thought, but they could still do it a lot better. I really, really believe that. And it needs to start Saturday. And if it doesn't, well, then... We can change the course of the conversation. But right now, I believe that this team can contend. If for no other reason that nobody in the South jumps out at me thinking, wow, man, that's an unbeatable team. Nobody, literally, obviously nobody. Everybody would say that. That the South is not looking at as overwhelming. Which is pretty weird when you consider the North went 1-5 and five week one and everybody's throwing dirt on the North. And now the South has buried itself in mediocrity and or hideousness, depending on which team and which game you're talking about. Yeah, and we compete in the, the, the Utes compete in the South as opposed to competing in the North. You compete against the North, but you don't compete in the North. And so I, I look at these teams, and SC's already got a loss. Let's not forget that. They've already, <laughs> and, they've they're already, the ones, and they're the ones who've looked the best, right. and they got a conference loss. Right. So if they stumble the rest of the way, you could theoretically lose to them and still win the thing. Potentially. Unlikely, but potential. It is unlikely, yeah, because right you got to play Oregon and they I, don't. I don't think that the Utes are going 8-1. and one Right. In conference. They I mean, just need to too go, much of a lead. They just need to win. There hasn't been yeah. enough winning lately. Right, right, right. And it's not just this year. Right. It's over time. And, and the numbers are funky, and they don't always tell the real story. But it's like you said, if they lose next week, 
then the storyline is going to be the one and three. And people bring up the bigger point, if they lose next week, then they've lost seven of the last 11 games. They've lost six of 10 as it is. And everything else aside, good teams need to expect to win. Players need to walk off the feet, off the field with the winning feeling, and they need to walk back into the film yeah, room and practice thing, and they won. So you just you need a win because, like yeah. your guy Herm says, you play the game to win the game, so you got to win the next game. He's my ex-guy. And get the winning feeling. Yeah, I, I'm not saddling them with those losses last year. Okay, but those That's losses nice. last year are the ones that make the numbers look, I'm making air quotes, so good. I mean, if you take that out, then they've lost four of the last five. And I know you can take out the bowl game because they were missing guys, and I get all that. I'm, it's just I'm guys right need, now today. Right. Guys need to, and that's the point about Saturday. Guys, they came to the program, most of them, if not all of them, as winners in high school, and they've been winners in the U program until you get to Bizarro year last year. They're averaging a little over nine wins a season. They need the winning feeling walking off the field. So what you're that's saying? What they need. You've lost that yeah. winning feeling. I don't, Whoa, that winning I don't, feeling. I, don't, I was waiting Whoa, for it. Whoa, that winning feeling. Now it's gone, gone, gone. We went to college to do this, Adam. Never forget that. Without you, Sniggy, what good am I? I don't think oh, they've lost. What good am I? I don't think they've lost the winning feeling. They're not screaming, <laughs> Wilson! Right now, they're still trying to swim for the volleyball. They got to get that thing. Why do you bring up Zach Wilson? <laughs> I wasn't bringing up Zach. He's Wilson. gone. It's a different Wilson. You better learn how to face it. Cast away, people. Well, I'm not ready to cast away this season. Exactly. But they give, me, need, give me another game. They need to win against Washington State, and they got a bye week to get ready for USC. Let's go. Let's They'll go be right now. Is the game of the year? If they don't beat Washington State and they go to zero and two against the Cougars this year, both of us will come in with shaved heads next week. Absolutely not. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's his hair. Let me think about it. It'll grow Maybe back. Maybe I'll take off an eyebrow. Take off an eyebrow? Yeah. Hold on. Give a weird look. You'll go eyebrow before hair? Oh, yeah. Wow. An eyebrow? And one. Just one of yeah, them. Yeah, just one. Oh, that's a new one style. Of, one of the three. Come on, man. <laughs> Shaved head if they lose. You fans, what would you do if they lost, oh no! Sell all your tickets at KSL.com. <laughs> no, they're gonna win. They gotta win. They got. They've got to win. This is this is imperative that they that they win. And I don't care. It can be ugly. It could be whatever. But just freaking win the ball game, man. You've got you're facing a team that speaking of losing, what are they? They 0-2 against D Warners and they beat Portland State. Yes, because uh, they lost the opener to Utah State before yeah. USC. And then they just blew them off the field. 14 nothing. They got a backup freshman who throws a pick in a first possession. And then you get slaughtered like that and yep. get blown off the field. Yep, that's how it happened. Yeah. Took SC a while to get going, but when they got going, they went. That third quarter, unstoppable. That's what SC fans Well, expect. Jackson Dart just throwing to uh, London every play. Good that plan. Like, Didn't do that until it stops. <laughs> I know, but it just London's like, going to the NFL. Just keep throwing it to him until they stop yeah, him. They don't stop him. With, he had all sorts of rep coming in. 
So 13 catches for 170 yards and two scores. That is a monster day for Drake London. Yeah, he was brilliant. But but he, as I say, I don't follow recruiting big time, but I follow it a little bit. And he was expected to be really good, and he is. He is really good. So you got to look at him and say, wow. And Dart liked him. All right, Jeff is on the phone. He might be willing to accept your challenge here, PK. Shaved heads, all of us. Jeff, what happens if the Utes lose to Washington State and drop to 1-3? and three? I'll go to a BYU game. Oh! <laughs> Sober? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Said with no conviction whatsoever. <laughs> Way to sell the comedy, uh, Jeff. Way to sell the comedy. Right. Yep. Jeff, man, he's going to venture into Big 12 territory. I've seen the billboards, Big 12 country. Yeah. Yeah, how about that, man? Thanks for the call, Jeff. All right, thanks for the call, Jeff. That was great. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. All right, we're 0 for 2 on the Utes and Cougars this morning. We're hoping Blake Anderson. Maybe an Aggie Aggie head coach comes through at 930. We will effort Nick Ford and Samson Nakua and find out what's going on with those two. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. It's game week. For the Utes and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes open up Pac-12 play as they welcome in Washington State for an early start. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 1030 with the postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference. Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. And now, really? your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealer's strong play of the weekend. Really? So on first down, now another play fake, and again trying to get away. Stays alive and throws a pick. Threw it right to the defender. Down the sideline, Merlin Robertson is going to be tracked down from behind, and the ball comes out. I don't believe it. Algier. Tyler Algier chased him down and not only tackled him, he stripped it, and then it was the quarterback, Jaron Hall, who followed the play and hustled down and fell on the football. There's the Chevy Strong play of the game, Tyler Algier. Two turnovers, one play. He makes it happen. You can make it happen today at 450. Know that play. And you can win fabulous prizes. DJ and PK, take a break. Nick Ford just checked in. We will get the Ute Center next. Stay with us.